Listener Production. Lindisfarne local Jacob Despard is hoping to be the first Tasmanian to qualify for the Olympics in the 100-metre sprint. Jacob speaks with Tubes about finding his passion for athletics after seeking to improve his cricket bowling action. Jacob also reveals details on his climb to being ranked as the number one sprinter in Australia, along with a hidden talent for pouring a beer. This is Tubes Spin on Sport. Jacob Despard, let's start by talking about our history. I met you when I was hosting pub quizzes at the Dr. Syntax in Sandy Bay. Yeah, what a time. (laughs) It was a time, mate. There was packed houses there, of course, because you were pouring the coldest of beers and serving the best of food, and I was hosting the best quiz in Tasmania. Yeah, those were the days, mate. Wednesday afternoons down at the Syntax. Glory days now, mate. You've obviously gone on to bigger and better things, of course. You are currently in Queensland. What are you doing up there? I'm doing a bit of a training camp, heading into my Paris Olympics attack, so... My coach lives in Sweden and has flown over to train with me, so we've chose sunny Brisbane, which we haven't quite got the sun as often as we'd like. It's been quite stormy and rainy up here, but, yeah, we've got some really good training in and things are going well. Now, of course, you are an athlete. Call you a sprinter. How do you describe yourself? Yeah, I think I'd call myself an athlete, 100 and 200-metre sprinter. And There's a bit of a, a saying going around at the moment in the gyms. People are calling themselves hybrids, so I might even chuck that in there too because I go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> mate, you've had some success over the last few years, mate. Tell us how athletics got started for you. Well, it originally got started just to fix my bowling action for cricket played cricket for Tassie in the underages and used to shake my head around a bit when I was running into bowl. So we, we got a running coach and then I think it was 12 months later, I was in the Tassie team and then the following year made the Australian under 20 team. So yeah, it kind of all started there at St Virgil's, getting coached by Rosemary Coleman and then onto Ray Quarrell. Cricket just fell by the wayside, did it? <laughs> Yeah, because they were on at the same time, you know, I was trying to juggle it for a bit and then after I made the Australian team for running, I made the decision that, you know, if I want to be the best at one of them, I probably have to make a decision and at the time it was athletics that I made. What made and, yeah, you choose athletics? I don't know, I think the that if you run a result in athletics, you get picked based off how well you do it. It's, not someone else's opinion, you know, with cricket and footy, it's selectors and other people's opinions of you. Whereas in athletics, you do the result, you make the team. That was kind of appealing to me. And the results started to come for you? Yeah, it started to get better as I went through the ranks, I guess. And I ended up making a move to Victoria in 2017. Found myself a new coach over there and kind of that was when I really started to train like a full-time athlete. I went over there and told my new coach that I wanted to win the stall gift in 2018. And so that was kind of the goal for the move. And fortunately enough, we won the stall gift in 2018, which was pretty special. So um, that meant a lot to me and you know everyone kind of that had helped me on the way so far. When someone says, I want to win the stall gift in a specific year, Jacob, what's the impression that people give you when you say that? What was the thing that your coach said when you said that? Yeah, he kind of laughed at me and gave me a bit of like, you know, let's just take it one step at a time. And I said, no, like, I'm going to win the stall gift this year. He kind of could see that I was serious and determined to win, but I think it was more so the other guys that I was training with, they thought I was a bit delusional. (laughs) But one thing I've found is that to do great things, you have to have a little bit of that in you and sometimes shoot for the stars and, yeah, it it takes you a long way. 
What is it about Jacob Desper, though, that made that happen? I don't know. I think that if I, I have a goal, I'm pretty focused and driven to make it happen. And so once I won the stall gift, obviously the next thing for me was trying to make a senior Australian team. So it took me four years to do that. I didn't make a, a team until 2022. and You know, I missed out in 2021 and 2019 by one spot in the relay. And so to have those setbacks, but then still be striving for it and banking the consistency on training and doing all the 1% is right. I think if I set myself a goal, I'm not going to stop until I get it. And what was that 2022 Australian team? The Birmingham Commonwealth Games. Amazing. So <laughs> like, yeah. I, I knew that. I watched you on telly <laughs> during the Commonwealth Games. But to hear you say that, when it comes out of your mouth, how does that make you feel? Yeah, pretty special. It, it probably didn't go how we wanted to with the relay team being disqualified, but I'm still going over there and running and having my first taste of that. It's definitely made me a lot hungrier now and determined to make sure I get that individual spot so I'm not relying on other people. But, yeah, it's it's exciting times coming up. We've got, as I said before, the, the Paris Olympics. So all the eggs are in that basket at the moment and hoping to qualify. When I think about you, Jacob, my initial memory of you goes back to the Dr. Syntax, but then I have these new memories that you are making of pride for me when I see you on the TV running for Australia with Australia written over there and I think to myself there's a Tasmanian but you also had another Tasmanian with you there. Yeah I did probably the first time it's ever happened I'd say. Jack Hale and myself in the the Australian 4 by one Jack and I grew up together in our teenage years I guess you'd say and embracing each other and we lived in Melbourne together for five years. We got quite a, a good friendship and to go away and you know represent your country with one of your best mates. I don't think you can get much better than that. Amazing. And sprinting and athletics is very much an individual thing. Am I, am I right in saying that? I, like, as far as performance goes, obviously there's a relays and it's very special to have that. But is there a competitive swing to the relationship that you have with the people you train with? Yeah, it is a very individual sport, but there is also a lot that goes on in the background that people don't see. Like, most Elite level sprinters have, you know, they've got their coach, their masseuse, their physio, their mentor, someone they speak to about their diet. So there is quite like a team that goes on in the background. A lot of the time when I talk about my athletics to people, I'm often using the term we and referring to the team behind me. You know, I might be the person that goes out there and runs the race and does the performance, but there's a lot that goes on in the background. And in terms of the competition, yeah, it's it's got to be a little bit of white line fever, I think, in Australia because most of the top guys, we're all really good mates. You know, after the Com Games, we travelled around Europe together for a bit. But when we get on that track, we've got 10 seconds and there's no friends anymore. <laughs> Tell us about what happened earlier this year. So I went to Canberra for the ACT Champs and Ran 10.15, which is a new personal best for me and moves me up to ninth all time on the Australian 100-metre list. So to do that in the lead-up to the Olympics is things we dream of and I think it's set me up really well. We've got five or six more races now in Australia coming up, so hopefully I can nudge that time down a little bit more, but very excited for the future and to kind of come out early and stamp my authority on the sprinting scene in Australia. I'm ranked number one at the moment for 2024, so excited. Thanks, Joe. You've just absolutely brushed <laughs> over this 
Jacob, you <laughs> just ran 10 and 15 hundredths of a second for 100 metres. Yeah. Did you ever think that you'd be able to do that? To be honest, no. When I was younger, I was happy to if I could break 11. I don't think anyone in Tasmania had broken 11 for 10 years. And then a bloke called Charlie Leake broke 11 seconds. And it was like, wow, it's possible. And so that was my goal, break 11. And to now look back and think that started off running a few 10 threes, 10 twos, and now I've broken into the 10 ones. Sub 10 is the goal. To run that in Paris would be awesome. Hopefully I can run it before that in Australia. Jacob, you are absolutely incredible, mate. To be honest, when I was hosting quizzes, I'm not making this about me, but when I was hosting quizzes, I knew you down at the pub as the kid behind the bar that had helped me set up tables ready for ready for a quiz night. And here you are, yeah. hopefully living your dream of being able to represent Australia at the Olympics. You've got a big meet coming up this month. Yeah, so we head to Adelaide on the 10th of Feb. So that's for the Adelaide Track Classic. So I'll be running the 100 and the 200 there. And rumours are that Mr Browning, Rowan Browning, will be running <laughs> the uh, 100 as well. The flying mullet. Lo- yeah, I'll be looking to take that flying mullet down, mate. That's next on the hit list. Looking forward to racing him. And then five days later, we race again in Melbourne in the 200. A little bit of an action-packed month. Yeah, lots of opportunities to run quick. And all of this is in hope that you will be the first ever Tasmanian in the 100 metre to qualify for an Olympic Games. Yeah, that's it. Put us on the map a bit more. <laughs> what would it mean for you to represent Australia at the Olympics? I think, you know, ever since I've been a little boy, I've always wanted to represent Australia at the top level, sitting back, watching the Olympics on TV, dreaming of one day that might be me, not necessarily knowing at the time what sport it would be for, and then going down the path of cricket and wanting to represent Australia and, you know, play the Boxing Day test. But then, yeah, now it's coming to a, you know, a realisation that this is actually potentially going to happen it's a huge thing especially for the people that have supported me and my family have sacrificed so much through my younger years getting me to training all that kind of stuff so if i made it it'll be awesome for me but also for my little brother and my family i think it'd be awesome for them jacob your discipline your intelligence your dedication astounds me you're a great young man i wish you all the very best and we're incredibly proud of you here in Tassie and hopefully we see you running around in Paris. Oh, Jibs, thank you very much. And I think I've still got the record, mate, for pouring the best beer, so. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Jacob. Talk to you soon, Thanks, mate. Jibs. Look after yourself. See you, mate.